Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Cherie. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Cherie Murphy. Uh, We have a very special guest. I think she is... The biggest mum blogger out there, actually. <laughs> oh, no pressure. Says my mum. <laughs> Says no one else. Oh, but you no. and my mum. There's so much and love. Oh, there's so much love for you. I've got someone who follows me, and she was like, "I love her. I'm, oh. so, I'm so jealous of you getting oh. to meet her and chat to her." We have the honest oh. mum, Vicky Pisarius. Yeah, and you said my name absolutely spot yeah. on. Yeah. Relax now, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> there's such a pressure because it's so important, isn't oh. it, to People pronounce just things right? Honest mum, though. Like, I don't have a name now. They're just like, hey, honest mum. And, and it's actually easier because you can't get it wrong. It's fine. I don't mind. Oh, well, thanks we for having just, me. Well, it's a pleasure. Thanks for coming. We were just talking about surnames and yeah. whether you, you know, because you and Cherie both keep your maiden names. Yeah, for work. Yes. And yeah. what were you saying? Called, so a lot of people, people call you. A lot of people can't pronounce, well, they don't pronounce my first name right. So I get Sherry, Cherry, you know, <laughs> all these, you know, kinds of names. When it happens when we're recording a podcast and the guest calls a Sherry, I just go. See, it never annoys me. I'm just used to it. But all my but friends. Sherry Cool. Sherry That's Cool. Right. So my husband's called, you know, his name's Cool. people call you Cool. Yeah, Sherry Cool. And I'm like, I can't cope with that. It's so, like a stripper name or I know. something. I can cope with Sherry Murphy. But, but I think it annoys my friends more than it does yes. me. So say like when, you know, if we've got a guest and they say Sherry and... Yeah. I always think, go, no, it's Cherie. No, it, well, it bothers oh. me. But it doesn't bother me. people I'm spell names differently, how they see them, don't they? Do you know? Well, I know that my maiden name's really difficult, but the reason I kept it is because my dad was like, there's not that many Greek, like British mm. Greek Cypriots doing stuff, so let's try and, apart from like me and Peter Andre, and it's probably a few others out there, <laughs> but he's like, keep your name because... Yeah. It will, you know, it's I just like a nice it. thing. Yeah. It's like a bit of a legacy almost. Yes. But my husband's a bit pissed off by that. So. <laughs> <I> <laughs> no, he doesn't mind. A masculine thing for men, they like to think, don't they? I kept my, yeah. I mean, I'm not a, a big celebrity like you two are well known. Oh, but in yeah. radio, I kept my maiden name for a long time because my husband and I both work for the same business. What was your maiden the same name? same company, Hinge. So, uh-huh. and I quite like that because yeah. it's a bit different and it, you know. No yeah. one would forget it. That's no. it. And then all of a sudden, you know, we've been married for quite a long time. We had I, my daughter and he's just said to me one day it really upsets me and I thought okay fine so I changed it and what really annoys me is it's peg and whenever <laughs> i go somewhere and they say is that one g or two i say well it's not one is it because that's what you hang your washing out with it's two who oh would my, spell it with yeah. one g oh so God. it upsets me but you know yeah my so. husband doesn't mind to be honest but what's i think his, broadbent so but again i was saying you know people call me vicky broadband <laughs> and i know i work in like i know i work in like the media and blogging but no my name oh, can you imagine if you change your name to vicky broadband or something <laughs> really bad but anyway not so for now, I'm keeping it yes, as it is. We like and I just it. always yeah. prep people before I go on telly or anything, they always say to me, Can we practice your name? So it's just a given. Just like I did. And it works. So you're huge. I mean, how did no, it all start? We've got oh, you you how are you've won <laughs> awards, a book, you're regularly on sort of ITN, Channel Five News.
news, all sorts of, of TV outlets talking about parenting stories of the day, etc. Where did it all start for, for you? And did you ever think it would get this big? Um, well, I was a TV director, funnily enough. Like um, That's how I kind of started. So my career was behind the scenes. But as a child, I always wanted to be an actress. And um, I was I always played like old men in like, um, you know, plays like at play, school. school play or something. Yeah, I used to yeah. play like Yorkshire old men for some reason. That was like my niche. Um, <laughs> and I've got like pictures that my kids think are absolutely hilarious. Um, but um, yeah, and I, my parents were a bit like, no, don't go to drama school. Because they were just really worried about prospects and would I get jobs because it's such a it's tough it's, it's a tough business it's a tough business yeah. and they had friends that were actors and they knew kind of the, the arts are tough going um but uh so I sort of went around it kind of a roundabout way in a sense of um I, I love directing because I'm a bit of a control freak <laughs> and I just loved and it was just and I made short films that kind of went all over the world and stuff and that was really amazing and um and then I directed some telly and things and then I had a baby <laughs> <laughs> and the TV industry, as you know, is not really set up for women. I would say no. I know. That I think well. when I was on Emmerdale, if you had, I was one of the first ones to go off and have a baby, and I was quite young as well. But there was nothing. I mean, I went back to work straight away, like four months after the baby was born, because they expected to go yeah. back in. And, yeah, of course. You know, but I think it's all very different now. But there was no crash or anything like that. You couldn't take your baby to work. But I think a lot of places, it's it's changed a it's lot. Slowly changing. I'm like my son's eighteen now, so it was a long yeah. time ago. So I think things are. Slowly slowly changing but obviously there's it's a lot difficult. I mean I've spoken a, um, a bit in like parliamentary committee meetings and the stats are so sobering in terms of like you know the gender pay gap is not going to close for 100 years it's mm. really worrying there's so many inequalities in the workplace things are, are changing yeah. they're improving but it's we're still not really there when it comes to flexible no. working mm, no. and there's kind of a lot of sort of hoops you need to jump in terms yeah. of so for me anyway at that point in 2010 I kind of didn't know how I could marry like being a freelance director and having a baby it just felt like wow I did go back I directed some fashion commercials and the, and I really it was in Manchester and I and my, at the time I lived in Leeds and I just missed my baby so much mm. like even just being away that week it was painful yeah you know it's like searingly painful you're like not meant to be apart from your and he was 10 months but it was it hurt yeah. it's still a baby so I was really lucky that I blogged it is luck as well a lot of it is luck that I set up a blog at a time when no one was blogging. So, because it is very 2010. popular now, isn't it? Yeah, it's, and and that's amazing. And a lot of what I do is encourage women to own their own space because it's so empowering. Like you guys, you've got your own podcast. Like you know, have your own blog. Um, because actually, you're renting space when you're on Instagram, when you're on Facebook. Look at the algorithms that have changed recently, and everyone's like up in arms about it. If you have a blog that is your self-hosted blog that you build, that is your window, your shop window to mm. so many things. I know people that, I mean, I got a book deal because of my blog. I wouldn't have got it just off the back of captions on Instagram. Some people do, far funnier than me. But for me, that was what, that sold my voice to yeah. the editor. And I think that you, I love long form, actually. I think you can really communicate so well on a blog. Um, but yeah, in 2010, there were some big mummy bloggers in America and there were a few people here but I was very much in that first wave of mummy I mean I had to say I had to explain to people what blogging was like no one got it they're like what so it's so I'm a grandma of blogging <laughs> <laughs> absolutely when you, start, when, when you 
started it, was it, did you write about how you were feeling? The fact that you'd, you had this amazing career, but you were in this place where you weren't yeah, sure quite where you, it was going well, next. Well, I had a really, really tough birth. I had a traumatic birth. It was horrendous. So when I started my blog, I was actually a very broken person. And um, it was, my blog contributed to um, everything, building back my identity. I did not know that you could earn money from a blog. Mm. Nobody was earning money from a blog in the UK. You heard of like, you know, a millionaire blogger in America. But to be honest, I didn't, I wanted to go back and be a director. So I started my blog at a similar time to when I went back to direct some commercials. And I just figured I would get back into things. I wouldn't do it as much, but I would start my freelance career. And actually, it wasn't until I had my second baby two years later that blogging was like my full time career. Um, but at the beginning, um, I did. I didn't talk about the trauma because I hadn't even processed sort of faced it, yourself it, processed or, yeah. it. I'd had a really tough time in emergency C-section. Oh, it was tough. So um, I actually just wrote a bit about kind of moving back to Leeds because that's you know it was so nice. I went back for Christmas and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going. Back. I'm not going back to you know. I didn't want to go back. I was like, I needed my family, and that's sort of I'm really slowly like pieced myself back together really. And I just used to write quite funny things like my dad's such a big character, so I'd write about you know he was convinced he'd got like chicken pots and my kid had and went to Oni with me in Leeds and I was just like <laughs> and just asking people to like check him and stuff I was like you know and I just wrote about what was going on in my life and just built up this really lovely audience of women that are just like me like-minded women that you know felt that their voice had been lost and that they didn't quite know who they were anymore and they'd lost their confidence and actually I, I sometimes have people that come up to me going oh I followed you from 2010 and like it's just quite moving that we've all sort of grown together really but I hope I've encouraged other women to get therapy when I get emails that say talking about your trauma and how therapy you know helped you and I write about that in my book mum boss and stuff that's helped me do that or I had like women saying it encouraged me to get my my daughter help I just think you know what a powerful way to communicate with people by being real and being honest and so people I think and that's something I think Sheree and I are both passionate about with the podcast is that creating that me too moment where people listening or reading your blog know it's not just them and actually they can look at you and how far you've come and know that it's okay to go and get help exactly you just want to know that you're not alone I think that because there wasn't blogging nobody was being real on social media yet I mean Facebook's not that old is it 13 years Mm. something like that so for me I felt really lost and lonely when I had Oliver in 2010 and I felt that I couldn't be open and the other women that I didn't know very well because I didn't because I was a director I couldn't do NCT um sort of you know regularly so they just gave me a one-off it was like a one-day thing with my husband and the lady had kind of introduced me to a couple of mums but I hadn't really built you know mum friends well, you yeah. think, like a community well, you I think didn't. you're going to be friends, friends with mums don't you because I was reading you've got to make it common yeah, yeah. and the fact is you don't it doesn't co- mean that you're going to get on just because you use your yeah. cervix That's doesn't it. mean exactly. that you can have yeah. shared value and you feel a pressure to them don't you it's like when yeah. you go to play group I do this oh my gosh I had so many bad mum dates did you which is random I think I did it first time round with my son who's now 18 and I never did it again because I just thought it was awful yeah and I just thought it's not for me no you know you come so home hard. and you say to your other half, don't you? Oh, God, they weren't very nice. A bit snooting, a bit this and a bit that. Or a bit because judgy. You go through, yeah. yeah, you go through that door <laughs> with said child. No, it's and true. You think, I'm going to make a friend I mean, I today. made some good friends, <laughs> but I had to it date w- hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was swiping right a lot. And there, were, there wasn't a 
wasn't even any insect. I went on some that were just like, and I got ghosted by one that I really liked. You know, it's no. like dating, oh isn't God, it? It is, isn't it? it? Like, no. you know, yeah. Yeah. potential she friends. Her if she's listening. She moved abroad. That's yeah. anything when you, I think. Like you say, when you, you're first pregnant and then you're looking forward to the birth, well, no, no one really looks forward to the birth, but you know, you have all these ideas of yeah, how it's you meant plan to be. It, don't you? I never went to any of those antenatal classes because I remember my mum saying, Oh, forget all that, you know, just go in there, ask for everything yeah. and yeah. expect everything. You know, I didn't go to any classes, so I just had this open mind of mm. if it happens and I did have quite a traumatic birth as well um didn't end it was nearly ended up in a c-section mm. but it didn't but oh, saying that I couldn't sit down for about four weeks afterwards <laughs> not without a rubber ring anyway oh so it was like it was horrific but I think because I went in there with such an open mind I kind of expected things to happen yeah. I don't know and I think did it get better with every baby like were your birth better? yeah like the second one was really good third was the most painful ever and the fourth just flew out so <laughs> I'm here. So they're all very different, and I was I was nervous with every birth because I think they are all different, and you know until you go through it again, you kind of think I don't know what to expect. I hope that doesn't happen next time. So yeah, I was always very open minded. Pregnancy's better because this doctor once said to me, "You get better at pregnancy the more kids you have." Is that a lot worse? I was really sick with all of them, and I thought maybe just one of them I might not have. What vomiting throughout? Vomiting throughout, and not for just three months for longer. Yeah, awful. I'd rather go through the birth. Um, the the labour than, yeah, than than the pregnancy. Well, it's depressing, isn't it? Yeah, you've, I didn't mind like getting big. I didn't mind any yeah. of that. That did not phase me. No. It was just the sickness was horrific. Yeah. Yeah. Sickness is not yeah, fun. not good. I've got loads of friends that have ended up with drips and yeah. you know oh, going no. in and out. And yeah. I think with my daughter, I ended up in A and E at four in the morning because I just projectile vomiting all the time. Could never, I never oh, got hardly God. any weight on with her mm. at all. About two so stone well. max because I was just sick all yeah. the time. Oh, and then with my little boy. I did felt sick all pregnancy? the time. No, hung over constantly. I felt hung over. <laughs> over. And I had pre-depression. <laughs> oh, no. She's laughing at you being hung over. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was. It was like that. And yeah. I said oh to gosh. my husband, it's really not fair because... You know, I don't mind if I've been out and I've had a few drinks and I wasn't pregnant, yeah. then I can deal with a hangover, but I'm pregnant. Not I know, I think... It felt horrendous every oh day, but it was very, a very different style of And sickness. did you get depressed whilst you were pregnant? Uh, yeah, I did, because I, I always felt so ill with him. So with Ava Lily, at about 25 weeks, I started to feel really healthy with her and I would oh work out and wow. I had a lovely... The bigger I got, the better I loved... The, yeah. the more I loved it. Yeah. I was so lucky. I had, a t- I didn't, I had an emergency C-section with Ava. Okay. After thinking I was going to have a birthing... Paul and no yeah I thought that I was like didn't go like that and I couldn't breastfeed her and all that malarkey with Heath it was all planned but the pregnancy was just from day one to the end Awful. I've got Awful. a video of me before I go in to have him out that day in the hospital. Just look relieved. Husband, I said, this is the last one. And I look so ill and oh. I look enormous because I just get sausages and hash browns every day. <laughs> but it's not the last one yet, is it? No, no it's no, because you forget. It's awful. You That's do how forget. It gets you want another baby. I would love another one. I I'm think I'm nuts. <laughs> yeah, Cherie's like, go, go, I go. I want to convince my husband. I'm 39 oh, sure in the November. Two. Yeah, got- so I was thinking, you know, maybe when I hit 40 or so. Oh, I don't know. I've got, he needs a lot of convincing. People say, different things don't they like they'll say how hard how harder can it be having uh, one more and then I've had people say three really ki- chucks out what of balance what did you think Shireen? well because I, I had two quite close together there was two years between Taylor and Ruby and then I had a bit of a break I did have like a miscarriage before oh, Matilda and but then Matilda's what's the age gap I think there's like about five years between so I had a bit of a gap went back to work yeah. kind of like you said you get yourself into 
a routine where the kids are a bit older you can get yourself back a bit you know you feel yeah. a bit more like you yeah. I went off and worked and then I just thought I knew I was always going to have more than two yeah. um, and I always wanted four oh. um, so yeah it was but they were older so it wasn't so bad where you know Heath and Ava Lily are still quite young could yeah. your older children help yeah help like now I have got it down to oh. like Pack, like my older ones like I've got a babysitter on tap like tell literally. her about the homework yeah I've got this. a pay Ruby she does the Dolly's <laughs> homework amazing. and helps Matilda um, they oh all have chores God. around the house <laughs> I can get breakfast in bed if I demand yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's not for my husband it's from the kids yeah. it is brilliant so I've done all the hard I feel like yeah. I've done like the really hard now work. you can go wild is this yeah. your like second yeah this is my second I, like, I like I really like my friends are always like oh my gosh you're the last off the dance floor like, same I just that's me like you know not that my kids are that old but when I have a girls night out and you still feel because you're still it. young as yeah, well so you should be out and enjoy that yeah. and enjoy your husband as well yeah. it's like a different sort of phase of your life but then I'm going into the teenage years where my son's got a girlfriend and you know oh my, my daughter wants to go out and that's a whole different wow, ball game awesome. my youngest Dolly was the worst with tantrums and I, I literally would sit on the floor and cry when she was crying and screaming and I'd think what have I done wrong I should know by now what, how to do this and I felt completely yeah, out of my depth and it was really weird but I think that's because every child is so different of yeah. course we are but you know everyone is different but I kind of thought by number four I should know what I'm doing and I really just it was but a if this was a job you've got 18 years experience yeah as a mum, and I think we don't value that do no. we no, think, probably, whereas yeah. if we were like working you know, in, a, in an industry or you're working here for like 18 years, you'd be like, gosh, I'm an expert. Yeah. But actually, we just think, oh, mother. But yeah, we do pick up stuff all the time now yeah. and we're constantly like I honing motherhood. Oh. Society doesn't value it and that's probably that is an a issue. That is big problem. That yeah. it's, you know, we put all these labels on it. I hate the working mum, stay-at-home mum because every mum works and every yeah. mum goes out. So that's just yeah. nonsense. And, and I stay think... Stay-at-home mums have a harder job than the ones yeah. that... Yeah. I mean, I and think, you're not paid for it. You're not supported. Yeah. Flexi-working, well... I haven't done that, but I have friends who have done it and had to quit because it's not been flexi working at all. What it's been is they've crammed five days of work into three and yeah. they killed themselves. And, yeah. and so I think because we have that kind of, we, we don't have that view that a mum's job is a career mm. you have got loads and you've got loads of different skills yeah. from it as well that mm. would be amazing are amazing in the workplace Absolutely. but we don't kind of hone it enough I don't mm. think it's a shame but the yeah. question you was asking before yeah. uh, from two to three my friend's just had her third because I can't remember really it's terrible yeah. isn't it and she said whoa the do you know yeah, it, it is a different massive difference you need a bigger car yeah How old are the kids? <laughs> so uh, she's got a nine-year-old um uh, a second's nearly four and then obviously okay. just had a baby so yeah. she just said it is a whole different ball game but i wonder if there's two are at school then <laughs> so, a, a bit easier is a yeah. bit easy because then you get time with your baby absolutely so but i think I it is easier juggle though how do you same. manage everything obviously oh because gosh, you are very busy now like you're saying like sheree yours are a little bit older yeah. so you are you have got a bit more you know, I am to do busy, but How I don't do think um, that I'm kind of. I'm not manic. I think the manic days are over. I feel like definitely over the last few years, I'm coming up to nine years now, and I think I've just yeah. I mean, I, 
I've just become a bit more relaxed and also I'm doing different things the book was brilliant it was a lovely thing to have done and, and I'm still doing some book tour dates and stuff I feel like I'm sort of diversifying a little bit but the blog will always be there and I love it um, so and you're still I, write regularly I'm still writing regularly I'm still working on campaigns I'm doing all sorts of wonderful things I'm getting to interview amazing people I got to interview Kim Cattrall and oh, Westlife wow. and just really lovely like fun stuff and yes. people that I really admire um so yeah it's great so, but I think yeah I've relaxed a bit and also it's about picking and choosing what really works mm. for you and it has so to work get around your time family my kids. yeah, yeah I don't want to compromise like there's no good just like working 24 7 so that you want to build a nice life that you're going to have in 10 years I want to enjoy it now yeah. and I've really definitely the last few years um, my life's changed and it's Especially been so your, positive your whole you know your career at the minute is based around being a mum and being with your family yeah. so it makes sense to pick and choose so you can be there for your family mm, as yeah. well yeah. but also do your own thing yeah there was a there was a big job that I auditioned for um, last year and it was in a different country I'm, like, I'm not allowed to say too much but I remember part of the job was that I would be away from my kids for a few months for filming and um, I, I kind of got down to the final few and I didn't get it and actually I was quite relieved because the irony of like working as a parenting expert mm. for telly but then being apart yeah. oceans apart from my yeah. kids I was like wow I it just I couldn't sleep at night because I love what I do because it is flexible and no day is the same and actually it you were talking about your friend about not real flexible working yeah this is flexible working because you can work even with a baby on you and you're yeah. typing away you can work at night you do but there's other problems that come in that you do have to make sure the internet doesn't sleep, but you do need to sleep. And I think I've just gotten really, really strict about boundaries and self-care. And it's hard. It's like you're constantly having to say to yourself, don't overstretch yourself. Um, so it's about working smartly rather than working too hard that you can't cope, really. And how do you manage that? Because when when you came in today, Vicky said, uh, we'll pop outside and have a photo, <laughs> buy some nice flowers, because I've got this idea of... And I, my, I think my jaw hit the floor, because Sheree and I just post whatever, and yeah. then Sheree's like, I look terrible. I'm like, I look terrible. No, you we make, we make no effort, the pair of us. Then we moan afterwards at each other. I mean, we're terrible. And then we'll go, on, on text, we'll go, we need some nice pictures, we'll do our hair. We forget. Yeah. Or we forget to take photos, no. which happened on Friday, <laughs> when we're all done up and didn't do it. So for you, obviously, because you are a, a mum blogger and the Instagram's very important for that, everything does have to look just so yeah. and it, it doesn't stop. So well, it, how I think do you it's cut just it kind of with sort of visual storytellers, but on the blog, I'm, you know, I'm writing, so that's a slightly different thing, but I still want the pictures to look nice. Mm, it's important, um, isn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't have to be hard. Like you can download um, Snapseed, which is a free app where you can um, like change. I'm not talking about face, you're not changing your face or anything. I don't agree with that. But talking about like adding brightening yeah. filters making things look pretty and there's no shame in kind of wanting stuff to look nice but equally I follow loads of people that just put whatever up and that's great as well you shouldn't feel pressured for me I think I'm just because you know I, I just want things to look quite nice so I try yeah. I put a tiny bit of effort but it's not a huge effort no phones are great now with your cameras and so you, yeah just download the app and there's a thing you can buy presets really cheaply I bought these presets from um, like an American creative I can't remember her name now but um, they were like four dollars and they're just like slightly pink filters or slightly peachy and then you can run all your pictures through it 
How did your yeah. husband, uh, how does he feel about your blog? Especially when you first started it, and because you are so honest about things, did he ever yeah. see it? Or is, is, it, um, is that yeah, you and you've always been like... He's quite a sh- Like, my husband always says, I never married a blogger, because I was a filmmaker when we got married. Yeah. So, but he's so supportive. He takes photos for me when I'm like, he is the typical Instagram husband. Pete, can you just grab this shot? <laughs> can you move that vase over here? No, he's massively supportive. Yeah. But he has got his own job and his own life, and he's, um, you know, and he isn't into the glitz and the... Like, you know, so many times when I've been at the Cannes Film Festival, I'm like, come on, let's go, you know, go to these great parties and watch amazing movies. And he's like, that's like my worst. I don't even ask him if I've got anything fun. He'll come to like the odd premiere because he loves film. Yeah. But he doesn't want to have a picture taken. No, really. that's my husband um, too. Yeah. And it's just, and actually I quite, quite like that really. Because yeah. we are yin and yang. And he really keeps me very sane and grounded. I mean, my family are Greek. I'm from Yorkshire, so I'm grounded anyway. You just can't not be. Yeah. Um, but, and because I was a director as well I think that I saw such a different side to the industry so for me you don't really you know the ego definitely stays very yeah because you've kind of you know I've worked with some massive stars so I do because I don't even consider myself well known or anything so it's just I think but he's lovely because if I've had trolls or I've had any issue he's the one that will be like in the context of things this you know he's supportive but he's like don't get hung up about these yeah. things it's not real life these people don't know you they, and do you, know, you get trolls yeah I've had trolls yeah I have I don't get loads I um so in nine years to be fair though like I don't really read lo- you know I try not to read loads of comments I do sometimes have readers who say oh by the way you're on this people are mentioning you're on this forum and actually I don't want to know they're doing it out of kindness but it's I'd rather just not see it yeah I'd rather honest. not read it yeah um I have had some tricky situations but I've really grown from it and I think the biggest thing was so I had therapy when I'd had the traumatic birth and then I had an operation on my throat a really big operation on my thyroid a year ago and it was probably one of the scariest times of my life because you know I was couldn't breathe properly and couldn't swallow and it was super super scary um but I actually um surprised myself I didn't get depressed afterwards but I did have some health anxiety because I think when you go through something like that you're trying to control things and I got quite worried about lots of little things and I actually had five months of therapy I was really lucky to be able to do that and um it was a game changer and actually I went there to help me with my throat and help me with grief I'd lost um, my young aunts and I um, and actually what I learned was I really learned so much about like respecting myself and it sounds really like wanky but self love and boundaries and it completely changed my life and honestly so the person you see today from five months ago is a, is a completely different person really? yeah and she helped me with everything from trolls to, to everything and I remember she was oh she's an amazing therapist and I remember um saying uh, you know that I'd had a tricky experience with the troll and I remember um and this forum and all these people have been writing things about me and uh I sort of said you know I was telling her something and I said you know sometimes I don't feel strong enough for this industry and she said you are plenty strong and I sort of kept that up there I think it's this delicate balance do you feel the pressure because you do go on telly as well because you you do quite a lot of that you were on Mm. um, ITN last (laughs) week ITV ITV yeah yeah. and so because you're doing that and obviously you do definitely you you know I've learned the tricks where you put your your arms so that you look a bit slimmer you sort of push your arms forward lots lots of knees yeah that as well just <laughs> um no and spanks and i've actually that put on two pairs of spanks i'm not gonna lie and telly before um i think telly does add weight yeah, apparently which, so yeah. yeah which not always but 
sometimes depending on the lenses definitely um I've noticed on certain shows that you do look a bit bigger and I think if you've already got kind of a bit of body dysmorphia which I think I do have a little bit and the therapist helped me with that um and because I yo-yo I do yo-yo and um that's you know in just over a year I've yo-yoed quite a bit so I think that's hard but I think ultimately it's it's really about just going oh I'm gonna do it I'm not gonna let that stop me from from doing something um but I would like to feel more confident and one of the things as other therapists have said to me you know there's nothing wrong with losing weight I think that's become a bit demonized now yeah you know because actually it's about feeling confident Mm. and I think that you know I do want to lose that stone and I'm going to do it slowly and healthily and I'm going to be kind to myself but there's also I don't want to feel guilty because I want to do that no you shouldn't feel guilty because I think everyone's different everyone I know when I've put on a bit of weight but it might not seem a lot to anybody else but I know when I'm at my best or I feel my most confident yeah so that's why I've kind of learned to I mean sometimes I'll moan and go god I feel really bloated and I don't feel myself but then some people don't want to hear that because they'll look at you and go, well, you look fine. Yeah. So I've but learned to kind of, personal. yeah, it's very personal. And I'm never, I would never judge anyone for saying that they wanted no. to lose weight or they were happy with themselves or whatever. No, of course. It's, it's be like what you're comfortable with. Yeah. But I think for me, that's what it is. Am I confident? Right now, not overly confident. Yeah. That's the truth. But it doesn't also but it also doesn't mean when you lose the weight that you necessarily feel that confident exactly. anyway no. you know? sometimes so you think really, you will and you think you will things. so I think just, you've got to just keep working at stuff yeah. but equally not to feel I mean gym like I joined a gym um, a few months ago and it and it's just on the bottom of my road so I can't not go and I've got into this routine where like school run and then straight in there yeah. and actually mentally it is a game changer it's not just always about you know yeah. can I get into my size and jeans no, it's, it's like, like how do I feel yeah. and I know and honestly when I go to the gym nearly every day and it doesn't have to be long it can be like 20 minutes yeah this former marines taught me this thing just randomly on a train because i talk to people like I'm trying to, <laughs> just randomly collecting friends and um, i remember him saying to me if you do this thing where you run for like five six seven eight nine and then go like miles per hour kill me surprise yeah. and then go back again so it's basically what's it called that hit not hit training but sort yeah, of it is. Like, so, yeah. so my husband swears by it honestly yeah. three minutes run like a minute off yeah. three and then you build yeah. Up. And it really works because yeah. he said that's how he was training like yeah. Marines. So I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. And actually just doing that for 20 minutes, we've only got 20 minutes. Yeah. I feel better. And what the months that I know when I do that nearly every day, I don't get bad PMT. Oh, but if I well, do yeah. it, yeah. if I don't do it and I just go like once a week, oh my gosh, I'm a nightmare. I yeah. need to move to like abroad <laughs> that week. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, terrible. I need to be on like, um, what's he called? What's that guy who owns the island? That virgin, uh, Richard. Oh, Richard Branson. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, <laughs> send me there for that week so my husband doesn't have Wouldn't to deal with me. Wouldn't it be lovely? We could do a live podcast from there. We could all be menstruating together yes. on the island. <laughs> and they can and leave us there. Virgin. <laughs> oh. Oh, Vicky, oh. we could talk to you yeah. all day. Oh, thanks, Thank guys. Thank you I've so had much. Honestly, Brilliant guest. So yes. much fun. Honestly, let's go get this picture with the nice yes. lights yes. Let's outside. Yes, it's raining. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks, guys.